This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So English is my other language. I'm feeling quite comfortable, but German and English, that's it. I feel like Americans are always fascinated when someone can speak English fluently like yes. that because there's not really a big reason to learn another language. Nearly 99% of the world would speak your language. You have it all, all the ability to talk to everyone. Just the French, they're a little bit picky, I think. They like yeah. to speak French and you can talk to them in English. They would understand. They would still reply in French. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 133. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. You were someone's celebrity sighting this week. Well, I don't know if I would call it <laughs> that. I was found. <laughs> At your new place of employment. Yes. Someone reached out to you through intercompany mail. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> It was really cool. Uh, I I don't want to say too much about her because uh, like I don't want to say like what she does or where we work. You know, right. I don't know that she. You would don't want know me what her that. level of privacy yes. necessities are. Yes, but her her first name is Megan and her leaderboard name is Miss Maggie Moo. And uh, she saw my car in the parking lot and she was like, "Well, I know Crystal's local." So maybe Maybe that because your car has plates that say clip out Yes, yes And so uh, she sent me an email And it was me So we're <laughs> going to go to lunch on the 26th I'm so excited Yeah, I thought that was that was kind of cool It is very cool <laughs> It was really fun Whatever finds me It was my... <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't exactly have you don't have really like a car that stands out. That's true. And you got a monkey sticker. You do on have it. a monkey sticker, but there's a lot of people that have cars like yours, so yeah. it's kind of hard to find. Plus, you <laughs> know everybody who works at your building, and you That's have true. known them forever. There is also that. So it's a little bit different because I just started this job a month ago. Right. So. so I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. It, so. it really, it was like my favorite work email ever. <laughs> like ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing that could beat that is like you get a raise. Just it, that's just what it says in the email. Like you right. get a giant raise and here's a giant amount. So that yeah. would be the only thing that could top that. Those don't tend to occur. No. Yeah. So uh, what do you have in store for people this week? Well, I know this is going to shock you, but we have Peloton news. Oh, how about that? Yeah. What, what are the odds? I know, right? We're going to talk a little bit about the the stock market as it concerns Peloton. Well, sure. Not like in general. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Germany launch and we have a couple of new music collaborations that we have to hit. And then we're going to pick a square for the clip out challenge. Okay. Also, there's just some new stuff going on with Peloton, like this really cool video they're doing. We're going to talk about that. We had a Peloton profit sighting in Las Vegas. What? I know. Well, how would they know? Well, I guess to be well, discussed. Yes, we will explain. Yes. And um, well, and Peloton was not on Oprah's list. What was? We got to talk about that. Okay. 
So just all kinds of things. Thanksgiving. We got things to talk about with Thanksgiving. That's just next week. So there's all kinds of stuff for that, too. Awesome. Well, I guess uh, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. It's very easy to find us. While you're there, you should subscribe. Or if you're on Spotify, I guess it's technically follow. But uh, that way you never miss an episode. Also, while you're there... Uh, or on Facebook, you can leave us a review at facebook.com slash the clip out. We have a new review. Yay! This is from Review Name Test. I wonder if it really is. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, tell me more. So they say, from the catchy theme song to the witty wordplay jokes to the competent aggregation of the week's news and gossip to the solidly researched and well-presented interviews, this podcast is truly solid. Look forward to it each week. I will confess that some weeks I forget to go back and finish the interview. <laughs> Even on two times speed, my commute is short enough that it really just gets through the news normally. But when I do, they always interest me and the show is been completely forthright and transparent since launching which is of merit thanks guys wow what a very nice review yes that's very nice so thank you review name test yes thank you very much for leaving a review and for listening so uh also don't forget we have a website theclipout.com you can go there can join our newsletter and you can get things emailed to you weekly like the show notes and links to the videos and articles and so it's all kind of in one place nice and easy for you to find Yep. So there is all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. It's time for news of the Peloton. So it's getting harder and harder for those people to sue Peloton because of their stock price. <laughs> it is. I think it's officially. I think it's officially off the table now. Good. I, because for the first time this week, the IPO price was reached and above. So like they went past the IPO price. The high, the highest it ever got was 3201 and it finished the week, well, it finished our week because we record on Thursday. So let's just be clear about that. But it finished at 2980 today. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been up around 29 all week. Well, that's awesome. I know that a lot of the naysayers like to point to the the stock price trending down a little bit and now they can, I don't know what they I don't know what they would say on like Mad Money or in the Wall Street Journal. I think but, they mark it as a buy. But they could suck it. <laughs> or maybe they say a that. hold. I don't know. I, don't know. I shouldn't try to I we shouldn't try to make up these numbers. Yes, we're just saying words. Don't Yeah. I, everything I know about stocks, I learned from trading places. Okay. So not much. Then. Take that. Yeah. So if you want stock advice from Billy Ray Valentine, I'm your guy. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Won't be taking advice yes. from you. Don't buy orange orange juice futures. <laughs> Got it. That's what I learned. Okay. Okay. And Germany has rolled out. It has. And this this week is all about Germany. We have our, our interview with Daniel Karkowski coming up after this. And uh, so... For some of you who don't listen all the way, like you need to listen to this because it's fascinating to hear his background, where he works. He and he speaks incredibly good English. So you might want to check it out if you're a person who typically skips, because I think it was a really good one. Yeah, it was it was very interesting. And uh, yeah, he speaks better English than we do. (laughs) Yes. But as part of that Germany launch, we had our first German instructor revealed So it's interesting this is the first time we've had An instructor single revealed They always introduce them in pairs Oh I see and so I think 
I think Peloton's playing a little game with the Peloton Profit. Is that what's going on? I think it is because I am almost certain the Peloton Profit is correct about Eric Yeager. And I say that because somebody asked where Eric Yeager was on Instagram. This was posted in our group. This is the kind of cool stuff you miss out on if you're not part of our Facebook group. And it was a screenshot of his Instagram. And he was like, I've just, I've been in New York for some things, some changes I can't announce just yet. Yeah, he's coming (laughs) to Peloton. So how the Peloton Prophet figured that out when I know that the Peloton Prophet is not German speaking I I will never know I think they just Went out and taught Themselves German Probably They're all knowing Yes But at any rate Irene Schultz Was the very first Instructor For Germany Um, And from what I hear I haven't had a chance To take her classes yet But from what I hear They are great She's doing an awesome job And they They launched with Three on-demand classes from her and then they did a premiere ride that was also on demand but there's also a bunch of classes that were filmed in english that you can have that that have german subtitles Oh, okay so a question i keep seeing over and over again is will they have english subtitles they will there will be german classes that have english subtitles so you will be able to take those classes even if you don't speak german Interesting. Yes. And another thing that has come up is how do I access the classes? Because you can click on Irene. Okay. So when you go to the bike, Tom, just because you never use the bike, that's why I'm giving you this background. Okay. You can click on any instructor and get a list of their classes. It just pops up. But if you click on Irene, it doesn't because you have to change your language settings. Ah. And so the bike will say you have to change your language settings to access that. And so it's very easy. You just choose German in addition to English and then voila, they show up. Up. Or that's French. <laughs> well, well, how do you say? I don't know how to say "tada" in German. Probably so. "tada." Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> but tada. It's, but it's not "voila." <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Tom. Well, I'm you know I take my German very seriously. I'm sure Uck would agree that you <laughs> take these things seriously. We need to have respect for these <laughs> these foreigners, right? Right. <laughs> At any rate, it's been great. It's been so cool. And uh, I've already seen people uh, hopping on and that are from Germany on Instagram. So it's really cool. And I'm really it glad to cool. have them as part of our community. So uh, let's check in on how your first week with your tonal has been. Oh, yes. I am giddy about this. I am super, super pumped. Loving. Yes, I know. <laughs> but I'm getting pumped, too. Like the muscles They'll yeah. come eventually Like I don't have them now But the uh, The tonal's awesome Oh my god I feel like Like for the first time I feel like Oh I'm actually doing Like real exercises Because I was always One of those those people I was intimidated When I went to the gym Not that you weren't Getting real exercise With your no, peloton No let, let me be very clear there's like This mentality of like Lifting weights That's the That's the real thing I know how to explain yeah. it To peloton listeners You know how you take classes And you're like I am taking an awesome Spin class And then you take a class With Matt Wilbers Or Dennis Martin And it's a power zone class And you're like I just trained That's what I mean By the difference right. Like there are classes that I take on Peloton that I'm doing like the weights and those are awesome. But the difference is for me, I need somebody to tell me what weights to use because it's so easy to pick up something lighter than you actually need. And I don't feel like I've ever been able to move forward because of that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's also, I think, 
overwhelming sometimes with weights to uh, know, yeah. do, am I supposed to lift it this way or that way or what really works and what doesn't? And, and so like this kind of spells it all out for you. It does. It does. Like very first workout I did is uh, it's basically an assessment. They get you kind of warmed up. And then when you get you get done with your warm up, they walk you through several different exercises. Then they test you on three exercises. And those three exercises are what set your baseline for tonal. So you don't just have to like make up what you're going to lift. No, you're not just guessing it like it. it it's judging you. But <laughs> it literally is judging you, but, but helpful in a good way, in a good way. Yeah. So um, my very first time, they also give you a strength score whenever. Yeah. So it like adds up your strengths from your core, your legs and our lower body and upper body. And that added together gives you a strength score. And so my strength score, I'm being really vulnerable here, guys, because it sucked. OK, uh, <laughs> it's it was one hundred and eight. So, yeah, not great. But we can we can track that. Now. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is, is that now I've done like four workouts on it in addition to my first workout. Right, so right. four total. And my strength score, it tells you that the more you do it, like the more accurate it gets. So now I'm up to 156. Look at that. So I probably won't see gains like that again for a while because right. it was still kind of setting in. Like when you first get the bike and every every ride was a PR. Right, yeah. right. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Wow, look at Tom making it. Well, eventually reference. this stuff sinks in. <laughs> but it's really neat. It's it's great to have you you walk in and like you hit the machine and it's like, here's your next workout loaded because you join a program. Right, right. And the program I joined is called Better Bike and Tread. And the reason I chose it might be obvious, (laughs) but, and you might remember this for those of you who listened last week to Ann Kingman's interview, this entire program was actually created for the admin of the Pelotonal group. Um, And uh, she wanted to make sure that that group had a workout that was very specific to them. So it's a four-week program. All their programs are four weeks. And you do, depending on what program you choose, you do three to four workouts a week. So the one I'm doing is four times a week. And And how long are they roughly? So they're about 35 to 40, 45 minutes. Some, Some are closer to 30. It just depends. Like yesterday, I did a Regenerative workout that was week day three and it was more rejuvenating. It was like more chill. Right. So I've done those workouts and the cool part is, is that after my very first workout, it was like, after this, you're going to do your cardio. So hop on that Peloton because they made it specifically <laughs> for the Pelotonal group. So like that was pretty cool. That's funny. Uh, and uh, I didn't even realize that I had captured that in the clip that I put on Facebook and Instagram and people were like, wait, what? What, are, what did they say? Yeah, it's really great. So if you want to try a tonal, if you like what you've been hearing, you can do that risk free uh, for 30 days. If you go to tonal.com, you can get $100 off smart accessories when you use the promo code the clip out. We talked about this last week. Black Friday is yes. just around the corner. It is. And and we were having discussion about like, well, what if there's a big Black Friday sale? Are you going to feel like you missed out on it? And we we were told that if you within 30 days and that's of delivery. So you'd have even more time based on when you because they don't deliver it the next day. It's not a pizza, people. Settle down. You can call. And they'll honor whatever if a better deal pops up. Right. And so. So you, like if, if you're getting $100 off with us and they do something in addition to $100 off for and they do do a Black Friday, then as long as it's within that 30 day window, which you would be well within at this right. point, then you would get that too. You would automatically get bumped up to that. I, when I say two, I don't mean in addition to. I mean, you would get bumped you up to whatever that is. You could swap it out for the, for, the, for the better one if there is one. Exactly. And that would get you. 
in front of the line for people Yeah because that's what we were talking about last week That like so many people are going to wait for the Black Friday sale if there is one And they're pro- people are trained to wait because everybody sure. waits for the Peloton Black Friday sale Right. So if you are waiting and you're thinking that just keep in mind that <laughs> that line's going to get really long They're going to the get an influx of people on Black Friday <laughs> yep. and then now you're going to be at the back of that line So you could you could call place your order now and get in front of that line And if there's a better offer just call in the line or it so it's just that simple so Tonal.com use promo code the clip out tonal be your strongest there is a new uh, music collaboration yeah and and actually uh the classes were all today so we're we're recording today but it they all took place and uh it was all with Coldplay. so emma lovewell did a bike ride today at uh, 12 30 p.m eastern there was a run with bex gentry that is going to be tonight at 5 th- at 6 30 p.m eastern and then a yoga flow with anna greenberg uh that's at 5 p.m eastern I, i'm just surprised that they can do three classes with cold play because i'm just thinking there's a lot of songs there's a lot of songs but they all kind of seem like they would be yoga songs i get that but if you had like a, a hill climb i don't know emma lovewell she, she doesn't typically do like just a straight up climb so i'm curious how that went but i saw that uh at least one person i know took it and they were very happy with the ride so i just don't think a cold play is being super up tempo and so i'm just like oh, i wonder not they have like those faster parts yeah. i think that's i think that's not true okay well, while we're talking about music collaborations, there's one with ASAP Ferg. I feel yes. really old. I know. I have no idea who this is. Uh, Based on the name, I'm assuming it's one of the Muppets. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Uh, I I don't know anything about this person, and so I need to look it up. Like right. I got nothing, but I'm intrigued. That's all I can say. I know. I, I had one person say they were really excited. I I think these. I think this artist is pretty new. Gotcha. So I don't think that uh, us older folks. Well, and I will. I will point out you weren't really familiar with Lizzo. Oh my god! Until there was a Lizzo ride. I wasn't, and that's why I want to check this this and, person out because this guy out because yeah. like since I don't know who he is, I'm like the last time I didn't know, and I checked it out. I loved it. It was life. It really, really was. <laughs> it was life changing. I still love Lizzo. <laughs> oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> and while we're talking about music rides, uh, you have an update on the Billy Joel ride. And so, when are those rides going to be? So, there's a ride with Tune Day. Okay. And that is her first music collaboration ride, oh. by the way. So, that's a big deal. Okay. So, that's Sunday, 11 24 at 6 p.m. Eastern. And you can also hop on the tread with Chase Tucker. And he is going to do it on Saturday at 9 30 a.m. Eastern. Awesome. And while we're talking about uh, music rides, you have an update on Billy the Billy Joel rides. Yeah, anybody who hasn't taken it, you just need to because it was great. Jen at her best with Billy Joel, and they're just a great combination. Yeah, I, I've seen just in my feed all sorts of people raving about the Billy Joel classes. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a little more deep cut on the. The songs but I, I certainly Wouldn't say that they're not knowable I still Knew them all right which is I mean I'm not a, I love Billy Joel but I'm not like a person who's listened to Every single album You're not like I am with no Billy Joel. no not at all and I will say I didn't see the other two playlists for The classes but Jen, I didn't either I only saw Jen's Yeah but Jen's was like there were lots Of concert staples but Not necessarily songs that were Giant hits so like you always Are going to hear you know Miami 2017 Seeing the lights go on on Broadway but but like it wasn't necessarily a big giant radio hit, but it's one that like 
he pretty much always plays. In. I, there were a lot of songs like that. Yeah, you know, and it the, was it was cool because he was he was playing the next night at Madison Square Gardens. He does so he does a residency at Madison Square Garden, and it's because he does one a month. Okay. And, and he he just came up with this idea because he's like, oh, I want to do a residency, and he just lives across the river because I think he still lives in Long Island. I think so. And and uh, and he was like, I'll do. A, how about I just do a show a month, and when they stop selling out, I'll stop doing them. Yeah. And and here here he is like six years later, and they're still selling out. And well, and and, he, and Jen Jen was there the next night, and she was really excited, and she's seen him a ridiculous amount of times, and she also told. Her Billy Joel meeting story She's got She got to meet him And um, It gave me chills to hear it uh, I'll tell you offline Tom okay. But it's It's a really Really good story Oh that's cool It's worth it just for that Even if you're not a huge Billy Joel fan But you should be a Billy Joel fan <laughs> He's no ASAP Ferg <laughs> No he's not I don't know what ASAP Ferg does I don't even know if that's how they say it I know, you know? We could be sounding like, really we're old we're so old We don't even know Like Like when my mom was like Metallica Right 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 Or like Kesha But she had a dollar sign Right You know And like I got that But I don't know What's going on with this You know in England uh, Kesha has a pound sign <laughs> Just don't even know What to say Oh <laughs> He gave me That was normally The look I get When I say something dirty Okay Let us uh, pick a square We didn't have a winner Last week We didn't But you know um, I saw on Facebook That we had a person Say that they would have Won twice now If they had been doing The workouts every week Gotcha Well I guess the uh uh, the bingo algorithm we found It can't factor in whether or not you're going to Actually do the workouts exactly the Variable we did not take into consideration well, I just I don't think they can calculate I think that's Impossible to calculate totally yeah <laughs> <laughs> So uh so here we are Week what 13 I think We're on week 13 so maybe 12 yeah. I can't remember I don't know it all blurs together but it's been a while So let's uh let's spin the Wheel we had to go to a different site but we promise You we entered all the names in properly Yeah I don't know if we'll have the chicka 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 I don't know if it'll do it on its own Oh let's see you may have to do it still okay A dramatic pause <laughs> This new wheel has a flair for the dramatic This will be interesting A scenic class A scenic class <laughs> The one you've all been dreading <laughs> you, get you, to, you have to do a 15 minute scenic class It'd be funny if like Peloton Somebody in their department is In their research department is like Why is there a spike in scenic rides What, what does this happened? mean <laughs> so, Oh that's fabulous So I guess we apologize But you got to take a scenic ride a 15 minute at least scenic ride or run or run so enjoy yes oh you know what we're probably for sure going to get a question from somebody that's like well some of these instructors are kind of hot that my yoga class should count as scenic nope it does not no nope. we're just going to head that off of the past yep looking at an instructor's butt doesn't count as scenic correct no offense to their butts <laughs> So on the uh, Peloton blog this week There was uh, an article about an analyst and retired NFL football player There was Yeah, so um, it is re- retired NFL football player This is hard for me to say Booger McFarland <laughs> How is that a name? Like, I, I don't Is that it's, a nickname? It's gotta be It's that gotta a, be is, is, that's, is that his birth name? I I don't know But um, obviously, as an NFL player He did all kinds of 
very intense workouts to prepare for that. And he talked about how now that he is retired and he's an analyst, that he still he still wants to be fit and in shape. And right. now he gets his workouts on the Peloton, which is very cool. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. just thinking. I I hope it's not his birth name. It would indicate a very it would indicate a very painful pregnancy. I, you know, coming through the nose. Oh, <laughs> thinking episiotomy is bad. Oh. <laughs> Gross. And then speaking of football and Peloton, yeah, you really can't do that without talking about Jen Sherman. You can't. You can't. Queen of the football rides. Well, she got to do a really cool video that was all about the New England Patriots and how they train with Peloton. She was right there on the field. She showed them uh, on the bike. Right. And she got to obviously interact with all of them. And so that was very cool. She helped them uh, videotape another NFL team. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> all I know about sports. So you want to hit me back other sports thing- zingers like they're they're going to bounce right off me because I won't know what you're talking about. Well, I, I thought it was very cool. And a lot of people have not been talking about this video. So I just I don't think people have seen it, but it's right. really cool. So it's it's out at Facebook.com slash the clip out. It will also be in your the clip out newsletter. And I bet you that's the thing where like you probably haven't seen a lot of people talking about the video because I bet you if you're in the Boston area, it probably got shared a lot mm. more to where if you're not a Patriots fan, you're just like, OK, whatever. OK, that's fair. So It's probably doing better regionally. So what about this Peloton Profit sighting of which you speak? Yes. So it was in my uh, Instagram stories today, my Facebook stories today, in case you didn't see it. But there was there. Were, OK, so last weekend there was the Las Vegas half marathon. OK, there were several Peloton peeps there. OK, all running together. And one of them might have been dressed up as Elvis. OK. And uh, he was wearing a Peloton Profit Button. Oh, one of the buttons that we gave out at homecoming this yes. year. Yes. That says, I am the Peloton Prophet. Yes. Yes. Well, interesting. Yeah. Do we know this person? We do. Okay. We do. We we actually met him at HRI. Uh, I feel like I've known them for a while, so I think that was the first time meeting them in person. But it was we it was the person wearing the suit was Paul Bradley and, and his wife is Karen. Bradley, Karen George Bradley. Okay. And so uh, we've interacted with them quite a bit on Facebook and they're very active in our group. So yes, we we definitely know them, but it was a great picture. And so I immediately was like, well, that needs to go in the stories. Yeah, <laughs> cool to see one of our buttons out in the wild. It was very cool. So Oprah has, I guess, what her Christmas list out of things. That yeah, you her buy. favorite things. So if you ever needed proof that people are buying their way onto this list, this is it. Look no further than the fact that freaking flywheel is on it. <laughs> Not Peloton When has anybody ever talked about Flywheel for free? Never Never I mean we make fun well, of we it We do but it's because we're making fun of it I yeah. don't think that really is part of what they were hoping for yeah. in their metrics No I don't <laughs> think that's what they were going for So you know some people were like really upset because Peloton wasn't on the list But as you said like most people know that this is like a It's a paid advertisement Right I mean Oprah's freaking brilliant or whoever came up with it One of her people Yeah she She's a like billionaire for a reason She does stuff like this Like she's smart She's smart Is and, what I'm trying to say And honestly in a lot of ways She was one of the first Social media influencers exactly. Right Like she was the first person I don't know I don't want to go out And say she's the first But she like very early Figured out If she liked a product It would move And then she would use that As a way to 
help sell products but not do traditional advertising and you would see it i mean the book club is a perfect Absolutely. example she's like people should read more i'm gonna start a book club and boom she's putting books on the bestseller list right and so what she does is she does this this favorite things list and people pay to be on it and then and i'm not saying every single gift is paid for but they sure. probably have like a very small curated list that she actually and it I'm sure it started that way And then it grew over time And now it has become You're being advertised to But you don't think of it as an ad And that's why it's brilliant Yeah Gotta respect that You do I do Shifting to Christmas sales For things people actually want That's right The Peloton Black Friday sale is live It is ready If you're listening to this You Probably already have a Peloton Yeah well, They might be getting a second Peloton We have lots of folks who have bikes that are still working on their tread Or yeah. uh, maybe maybe they went the other way Maybe they got a tread and now they're like Hmm that bike looks kind of appealing yeah. We've got lots of people that do both But at any rate It's a $249 value You get the works for free And I was told I haven't seen it in writing I was told that it works on the bike And the tread this year I don't know that for a fact I've only seen it written That it was the bike I'm only telling you that Because I I don't need people correcting me I'm just putting it out there That like I'm not I'm not putting my My blood on this That it's for both (laughs) But if you're interested in the tread You should look into it Because we're We've heard that it's good for both Exactly While we're discussing the holidays There was a Thanksgiving video from Peloton Yeah Did you get a chance to watch this one? I did not it is so sweet It's uh, several of the instructors You know in front of a fireplace It's all cozy you know And it's like one instructor at a time And they come in and they're talking about What the community means to them It is it will get you Like it <laughs> will get you um, It is the inst- We make an They make an impact on us Like it is undeniable But the cool thing is We make an impact on them too They appreciate us just as much As we appreciate them That's why Peloton is special Because not all companies get that and not all companies have that direct interaction with their members it's special and it's cool and you absolutely must see this video if you have not already you can find it at facebook.com slash the clip out it will also be in your clip out newsletter and rounding out our thanksgiving topics feast yes (laughs) uh there are Tons of Thanksgiving classes out yeah. there. Yeah. Do you remember the turkey burn? I do. I remember. I slept <laughs> through the first one. You did. You did sleep <laughs> through it. So um, it's really exciting. They've added some new traditions this year. Okay. So this like year. Me sleeping through the turkey burn? Well, honey, I'm going to turn on a gratitude meditation and you can sleep through what's actually designated as you oh, sleeping no, no, through no, it. No, 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 no. No. Absolutely not. I get what you're up to. I see through your bullshit. You're going to turn on a gratitude meditation while I'm sleeping. And then be like, he took a class. <laughs> no. You can't stop me. <laughs> You'll be sleeping. <laughs> Can we get a post nup? <laughs> so there will be gratitude meditations all new this year and all new this year to turkey burn rides, which is really cool because in the past they have not had a turkey burn ride for the West Coasters. So this ah. year we have an East Coaster and a West Coaster. There's also two. Uh, to turkey burn boot camps and to turkey burn yoga flows i didn't sure okay and um and then they did an afterburn also new so the next day we have afterburn yoga bike and run and it's all zz top music <laughs> no <laughs> no
they had a big album called Afterburner. I had a feeling. Okay. Just <laughs> trying to explain that to the younger crowd. Yeah. I didn't get it, but I know you well enough to know that that was where we were headed. <laughs> and I would also like to point out, I you know, I like to talk a lot about how the evolution of Peloton programming mirrors the evolution of early television. I, I have noticed that a time or two. And uh, that is how they used to do television. They would, because it, it was live, and they would do the broadcast twice, once for the East Coast and once for the West Coast. Huh. And uh, most of the television, like really early television that you see that's really kind of looks like the picture's kind of wiggly. Mm-hmm. It's because in order to have a backup in case something went wrong or somebody got hurt, they they didn't have the ability to capture it all because it was it would have been on film. You know, they were just sent out the feed live and it would just go away, right? So they would take a camera and they would point it at a monitor to capture it. So if something were to happen, they would still have something to show to the West Coast. Oh my gosh. And um, and those are called kinescopes, but that's what a kinescope is. When oh. you think old-timey TV, when, like when you're watching clips of like the Milton Berle show and yeah. it's kind of wobbly, like that's... That's why And so I just find it fascinating That they're not doing An East Coast And a West Coast version Which mirrors The evolution of live TV Ever so much Fascinating stuff So fastcompany.com mm-hmm. Has uh, an article for About best gifts For fitness buffs mm-hmm. And it's from Peloton employees Yes And what I really liked About this Was that it wasn't just Instructors there were instructors on the list, yeah. but there were also people throughout the company. I don't want to spoil it for you because it's just fun to read. Yeah. So you guys need to check it out. Uh, it'll be in the newsletter. It's at the Facebook group. So it's not just them saying Peloton over and over nope. again. No, it is. It is different products that have nothing to do with Peloton. It's Man, great. They're going to get docked. <laughs> Foley's going to come in there being like, what are you doing? Not saying Peloton. <laughs> Don't you remember Miracle on 34th Street when they point is? you in other directions and you just have more sales? <laughs> this is gimbals. This is their gimbal. That's right. And uh, a quick update on a past interviewee. Yes. Howie Godnick. Yeah. We did an update a while back. He had had another heart episode. Yes. And uh, and was doing better. And he's doing even better. Yes, he celebrated being back on the bike this week, uh, this Tuesday. And of course, he took his class with Jen Sherman. Uh, big celebration. Everybody was out celebrating Howie being back on the bike. And so we just wanted to give a special shout out and say, congrats. We're so glad you're back. And a shout out to his nurse. Yes. And I'm going to let you tackle that name. Lord Godzuskuski Zyvert. Yes. So that was the nurse that actually worked on Howie right off the plane. And then uh, she contacted him afterwards. They have connected since then. Um, and uh, she she was quite the angel from what Howie says. And so we wanted to make sure that she got proper recognition for that. Well, not proper because I can't say that. But <laughs> OK, uh, well, she got recognition for that because you're right. I don't know how to say that either. I don't know how to say that name. The last name is spelled G-O-D-Z-I-S-Z-E-W-S-K-I. So, yeah, she probably couldn't spell that till she was like 13. Poor kid. <laughs> that's she, a, that's they, a lot of letters. She kept getting held back in school because she couldn't spell her own name. I mean, I've never even seen a name with two Z's in it. Yeah. Like it's you, and not together. Yeah. Like Not like pizza. You know, like that's that's like the only word that has two Z's in it. Next to it <laughs> Next to each other But two non-sequential Z's That's a lot of that's, that's a lot of letters Man You'd be a hell of a Scrabble word If they'd let you use Proper names Right Right 
So either way, thank you for taking such good care of Howie, Laura. We are so appreciative to you. There is a new showroom opening in Madison, Wisconsin. Yep. Coming up in December. December 12th So for those of you Who are like Boy I sure could use My Jen Sherman fix And you don't live in New York Maybe you live in the Midwest This is your chance Jen Sherman and Kristen McGee Are going to be there December 12th People have been asking If I can go Tom Oh have they now Yes I don't see a way to make that happen in the middle of the week But if I could, I would be there in a heartbeat That is going to be a little difficult I know So a listener, Charlotte Samuelson Posted on Facebook this week about her episode with her uh, with her iPad and notebook. Yeah, it did. It didn't go well. She it was trying. She was trying to ride and and get some work done with her iPad, and it was not working. Yeah, she was struggling and trying to keep it balanced, and like it's writing writing hands free. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> I don't know how you have two things you're trying to balance there. It didn't go well, so that's all I know. And so uh, she lives in the UK, and she was like, "I key, I would like the spin tray." She's she like, heard she heard us talking about right. it last She's week. Like, so how do I get a spin tray? Yeah, and so since it's in the UK, uh, the owner Russ is still working on getting his paperwork filled out there. So there, so far you are cannot have it shipped to the UK just yet, but that will be very soon. But for those of you in the US. Just a reminder that like if you ever need to work from home or multitask while you're on the bike, maybe you're listening to a conference call instead you of need, and you need to pretend like you're working. Yeah. Create the illusion. Maybe you need to keep your computer awake while you're on the bike. I've never done that. Mm-mm. Not at your current mm. job. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let me just say that the spin tray can be very helpful for that. Yeah, and it, it it like it drops onto the bike super easy. It's not like there's no there's no uh, installation process. None. There aren't like screws and pulleys and ball bearings, and there's nothing to like. It's not a project to get it on or off the no, bike. No, you, you literally just, just slide it on. Yeah, easy peasy. You're done. You slide it off. So it's great for uh, a work from home warrior, a multitasking mom, or or maybe you had an injury and you got to take things slow or do lighter stuff, and you 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 got things to set there, or you're just not you don't have to be like a super intense ride. Right. In this that is moment. not this is not for your Tabata ride, right? You know, but there are rides. You know, not every day needs to be a Tabata ride. So there are rides that that some of us do, like myself. Maybe we we take it a little easier. Yeah. So uh, you can uh, go to thespintray.com and get yours. And you can use promo code THECLIPOUT to save 10% off of the spin tray. So that's thespintray.com promo code. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste. Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up 
something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. <laughs> I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping the clip out checking in with the peloton community so uh joining us today via the magic of international skype phone <laughs> is a daniel clarkowski hey daniel how you doing hey i'm good thanks for having me oh thank you for joining us i'm so excited about this so you live in germany now have you lived in germany like your whole life did you grow up there yeah, actually, I'm a, one of the very rare original Berliners. So I grew up here in the area and lived here nearly all my life. Uh, just like 10 years ago, I moved a little bit out of the city into the suburbs, which lets me enjoy the nature around here a little bit more. But I'm, yeah, true German. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> my family, uh, my mom's side is German. And so I guess it was two generations ago, they they moved from Germany to America. So... Yeah. I'm just telling you that because it's sort of, kind of... She wants to bond. Yeah, I'm bonding. <laughs> you meet a lot of people. When I'm in the U.S., you meet a lot of people who have led that relationship. So it's super interesting. Some even speak a few words and test that with me, you know, so the German skills, yeah. But uh, yeah, we yeah. have really hard words. It's a hard language. So yeah, but it's great to hear. <laughs> awesome. So is that rare for people to like have lived in Berlin their whole life? You you, you made it yeah, sound yeah, like that's yeah, unusual. Yeah, because like we are a super international city. And I mean, there's a special history about Berlin. I'm pretty sure you're aware with the wall and everything. So it means Heard it of was it. like behind the wall. So it was absolutely not international. And then it like really became one of the hottest cities in Europe, I think. So like was getting cooler than London even. And that means a lot of people moved in and people who lived there before moved out. So like really the, the people changed. So it was a lot of original Berliners. And then like a lot of people from all over the world uh, came in, which, which makes it even more exciting. But then also just some people, the life situation changed. So for me, it was that I got my kids and everything. And then you, maybe it doesn't sound perfect to live 
live in the heart of the city. So suburbs, a little bit more nature, a bit more quiet. It's just better sure. if you get older and have your kids. Totally. We're Absolutely. suburbs people ourselves, so yeah. we, we feel you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious, before we get into the Peloton stuff, just ask my German questions. Uh, <laughs> does it feel like one city? Or does it still feel like you can really tell what used to be east versus west? Yeah, I think as a Berliner, you still know. I mean, depends on your age then, of course. But like for tourists, it's really, really hard to understand because like nearly all remains of the wall have been removed and there's maybe small little things on the streets to recognize where the wall formerly was located but right. so for us i mean it, it's i just seen a study about this also for like east germany and west germany so it's more about how you're really interested in the other part and there's a ton of people who travel to the other side and really wanted to figure out and they they feel like one then because they learned about the other side and then there's people People who just stood in the area and don't care and for them it maybe feels the same like the wall would still exist so it's more like on a personal thing how much you really care about the other half of the nation so but for me That's it's like one thing but it, but i am very international i also travel a lot to other countries so like for me it's one thing you know one globe so is English, is that the only other language you speak or do you speak more languages? Yeah, I would officially say yes to that. I, I learned because mm -hmm. I'm actually East German and, and was born in the first years of my life. I spent like in East Germany and we had to learn Russian. So, I mean, they tried to make us learn it, but uh, it's like useless a bit or was useless uh, because I never <laughs> had any Russian friends or no opportunity to use it so like I forgot like 99% of it so I, <laughs> I would say you know if somebody actually really would try to talk to me in Russian I think it would not work a lot I mean maybe with vodka that would help but yeah <laughs> that's the universal <laughs> language drinking you know but like the, the, the real Russian uh, yeah maybe hard time yeah so English is like my other language I'm feeling quite comfortable but then German and English that's it yeah so did they teach English to you in school or did is that something you uh, you yeah, sought out yeah, on your own? Yes, but the rules have been that you, that your first language you're allowed to learn in school back in the days uh, before the wall came down was Russian. So you had to start with Russian and then two years later, they allowed you to choose to either do French or English. And I went for English. But then like later in my professional life, I started to work in like e-commerce and the internet industry and was like super interested in computer stuff. And that's when you have a lot of touch points with uh, English. And that's, I think it a lot of the basics you learn from school, they really come into full effect if you actually have a opportunity to use it and then to talk to people or interact with the language. And that's why I think, I'm feeling quite okay with my English. Oh, yeah, your, your, your English is fabulous. Yeah, yeah, so far so good. Yeah. yeah thank I, you. I, I feel <laughs> like Americans... If my parents could hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like Americans are always fascinated when someone can speak English fluently like yes. that. Because for the most part, by and large, painting with a broad brush, we don't have that ability. Like, right. mo you know, most of us, there's not really a big reason to learn another language. You, you take it in yeah. school and you learn just enough to pass. And then as soon as you're done, it, it all goes away. Yeah, we I feel really get lazy. It. Yeah, because like uh, nearly 99% of the population of the world 
would speak your language. So like you have it all, all the ability to talk to everyone. Just the French, they're a little bit picky, I think. So they like yeah. to speak French and you can talk to them in English. They would understand. They would still reply in French. Uh, <laughs> that's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a little passive aggressive that way. their sense of humor, I think. But yeah. No, no, I, I get it. Yeah. But I'm happy well, with the way it is. So I can enjoy the same of like having an English possibility because really it opens you the world so you can talk and interact with a lot of people and on a lot of places on the planet and like going back to like the peloton you know for me i i see it with my wife you know i mean she also started to like doing some classes i mean since it's english only at the moment still she only gets half of it and you know i i just get what coach and everybody's saying completely but she only gets half of it so yeah sure yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so you mentioned that your job kind of takes you all over the place. You've done a lot of traveling. Now, I I only know that you are a sports blogger. And then yeah. I know you told me about your day job. What is your backstory to doing all the traveling? Like, what is your your day job by trade that you yeah. are able to do that? I mean, it's in, in the end, it's, it's them both. So officially, I have a day job at Fabletics. So it's Kate Hudson's activewear brand. She founded like more than five years ago in California. And so working for L.A., California-based company for like their European business. And so I'm working with another a lot of other countries here over in Europe. So and then like since I don't speak French and Spanish and whatnot, so we all talk English uh, over here and travel a lot mm-hmm. from one office to the other to meet and talk and do business together. But of course, I'm also traveling to the to the headquarters quite a lot to meet people there and to talk about global stuff. So that's one half of, of traveling and language usage opportunities and the other is then really like my blogging so i i started this as a fun project 10 years ago and it, it just by adding content and just keeping with it, it it got bigger so i also got a lot of opportunities by brands and partners to travel and experience things but also i'm a passionate marathon runner so i really travel the world to run all over the place so i've been in New York, Chicago, a lot of European cities. So actually looking to go to Boston and Tokyo to run there. So it's it's half-half. So half business, but then also motivated by my sports interests. And I think that really goes nicely together that you travel, experience the city, meet other people during the sports, and then have a competition. So you bring home a lot of memories, but also a nice medal from your runs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you finish, but that's what I try, yeah. Right. That's awesome. That is awesome. Very cool. You said your day job is at Fabletics. Yeah, uh, yeah. What what exactly do you do there? I'm uh, in a new department called Brand Partnerships for the Europe business side. And we work with celebrities, influencers, and also other brands to create like events for, for the community, for the members, but also, of course, promote the brand and yeah, uh, make the people learn about what we do and how it works. Because especially, I mean, globally, the the specific thing about Fabletics is that, that it's like a digital fashion brand. So in the beginning, it only had was available through the website. So as a user, if you never, so you couldn't touch and try. So you really had to order it from the website. 
And in the U.S., we now have, I don't know, 25 or even more stores. So you can actually go, touch, try, and then buy if you like it. But we don't have that in Europe yet. So for us, it's super important that we have influencers or people who tried the product to actually talk about it, how it feels, how it fits, what it is, since you can only get a rough idea from looking at it on the website, right? Since there's no retail stores yet in Europe. So that's uh, what I'm doing. So I'm looking for people who fit to the brand, who love what we do and who like to talk about it. And also for other brands who match what we do and where we can create nice things together. That's fascinating. It so is. I'm just curious, professionally, how do you end up there? Because I'm, I'm thinking like 19-year-old Daniel who wasn't like, I'm going to figure out a way to take social, you know, like that. that's a world that didn't even exist. Like, yeah, yeah. What, it's so crazy. It, it's, yeah. Actually, I, I have to say, you know, sometimes I look back, I mean, especially I had this like when I first time traveled to LA and I was like, you know, you were born behind the wall in like East Germany, yeah. like little Daniel, and now you're working mm-hmm. for an American company. You sit here in a headquarter in LA and talk about like global stuff in the internet. You know, how crazy is this? You know, it's like, nobody knew that this is going to happen so but it, that's like i'm happy with it so that it happened that way so it's it's crazy but like then it, it's more like a lot of accidents and i think it's it, it goes together with like my, my a bit my personality so I'm, a, I'm kind of an explorer guy so i like to learn about new things and if i hear about something new i find interesting and i try to go and figure it out and make do my experience myself and then try to learn what it means to me and how it works for me and if I feel the same like somebody else and so the same was a bit with the internet so I was like okay what's that who needs that let me figure out how this works what you can do with that (laughs) and that's how I went into like the e-commerce area so actually my first job in the internet was with eBay, also American company but like the German version of it and that's where I understood like oh man this is something that's actually super cool and and so you get the vision of what it could be so also that something like we gonna talk today through the internet would be something i I couldn't foresee but like i've seen the potential right so and that that's how i started there and then it moved on from there so you meet people so the industry is small so the people know your name and your face and if you're not doing too bad they remember in a good way so and then you meet them again so actually this is super funny how it ended up with Fabletics because I met Vice President Europe after the finish line of Berlin Half Marathon and he like hey you know what you're doing actually today you know I have this new thing and yeah let's meet next week in the office and that's how I yeah ended up being at Fabletics Europe so also the running kind of brought me into that one yeah and that's interesting because i noticed on your instagram profile that you you say that you're a blogger not an influencer and so i i was really curious why you made that distinction is it is it to kind of discourage other people from approaching you for partnerships yeah not really i mean i i have to be super careful since i have this new role now but i'm a bit like I don't like the term influencer because I don't know it is in the US, but in Germany, I noticed there's like the two kinds of people in that industry who are active and the typical or one outside of the influencer, I don't like so much. It's people who see the opportunity to make a living and actually earn money. 
So, and they don't care so much about the topic they represent or like the brand or whatever they represent. They just like see the way to make fast money because it's a big business. If you grow and if you have a big channel, you can really earn a lot of money, maybe more than most of these people could earn in other jobs. So, but what I then see is that they, they don't really care too much about the thing itself, right? And that's like for me the difference. So I got my channels and my blog because I love being active and to run and then to talk about it and to share like my learnings and my experience with others and that got me the reach I can now use or where people contact me to say hey you want to talk about like this new running shoe maybe or you want to try it and come figure it out you know and that's I think the the there's the two angles right so do you do that because you love what you do, which is like the sports and being active and being the explorer and talk about what you experience and help others to also explore and figure out new things? Or do you do it because it's a way of making money? And that's for me like the difference, you know, where sometimes I see influencers who they're just there because it's maybe a better job than their old job. And for me, this is not a job. It's not about the money. I will also post and do all that stuff if I don't make money. And actually, I don't make much money with it because I don't care. It's not important to me. I have my job, day job. That's how I earn my living. And the other thing is for fun. It's funny because hearing you say all this, it's like this is very similar to conversations that Crystal and I have had about the podcast because mm-hmm. you know, we're starting to run into that and you know we both have very good day jobs and it's just like look we don't have to do things we don't care about right like we don't need the money we don't need the stuff and right. so it's like if if you like it do it and if not then just let it let it go it's not a big deal yeah. right we want to just just like yeah. you we we care about the the product we care about the what it is we're doing and it's being very passionate and authentic about the things that we care about yeah. so we totally get that that makes total sense to me yeah I get it. there are two you're very right there are two very distinct kinds of influencers there are people that have a passion for a topic whether it's fitness or food or movies or comic books or whatever and they develop an audience and then they and then they inadvertently can talk to that audience about other things and maybe make a little money and then there are people that that just want to be insta famous as they say yeah and yeah. they don't care how they get an audience just as long as they have one and they have they might have a large audience but there's no real focus to it and they'll they'll talk about anything yeah yep and i mean i thought about if i want to do this professionally as like a full-time thing but i right. always decided against it because of the freedom you lose because immediately if you see that that thing has to pay all your bills and have a family over here and like yeah uh responsibilities you know then that takes away the freedom to actually decide what you do and what you don't do because if you no, you need to pay that other bill. You maybe do a deal with a product you're maybe not convinced about completely or you actually don't like, but you have to say that I like it and it's great just because you need the money. And that's the situation I just wanted to avoid being in. So that's how it is. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. So then how did you come across Peloton? 
same story so like i think i read somewhere about it that this is like the new super hot thing in the us and it's going like completely nuts and like everybody's going crazy about it so i mean you could figure out how fast this is growing and how many people joining and i was like okay there must be something with it and so i started like looking what's going on and then actually i got the news that they're thinking about going also into germany which is uh, actually officially happening next week so i really started digging in more in, into that topic to figure out how it is how it feels if this could be something for me and during my travels then i also had an appointment actually in a Santa Monica Peloton store had my first little test right there yeah and then then it moved on because also as a background so I'm I also like cycling and I always had a problem with winter because I just don't right. like bad weather so for running <laughs> so for running it's I don't know what it is but it's different uh, running is okay I with running with a rain jacket but I don't like cycling in the winter so I had like one of these machines where you take your actual uh, bicycle and put it in a machine and then you can also ride but it never worked for me then i had a spinning bike at home it was just getting dusty never worked <laughs> and so with peloton especially after my first test ride you know i immediately got it you know that like this is like the motivational aspect of it you know and a little competition element with the leaderboards and and everything but also like the coaches mainly somebody who tells you what to do and to kick ass uh, you know, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's just what, what I need, you know, and that, and and so it feels like immediately this is something I I, I want to try and to see how how it works for me. And then when I heard that they're gonna start in Germany soon, so I got in touch with the guys, and yeah. And so, yeah. when did you actually get your bike? Yeah, so I'm yeah. That's again one of the benefits of being like blogger or influencer so i reached out to the guys and checked like what's going on because i heard the rumors that they wanted to enter germany and so they actually allowed me to have a bike before kind of everybody else so i'm on the bike for i don't know two three weeks now and actually next week on 20th yeah they officially launched so i i already got to know it a little better my first rides also just last week i started to do my first yoga session and stretching so to, to do like things actually without the bike so yeah it's it's super exciting to be like one of the first and and also they i mean we have this little chat right so so they also don't communicate too much yet. So I don't even know right. who the German instructor is going to be. So it's for me, this is super exciting and, and also great opportunity to be one of the first Germans out there who can learn about it. And, and so far, I'm super excited still. And I try to write it like every day. I don't think you'll find that changes. So that's the really interesting part about Peloton, because there's such a wide variety of instructors and it's so engaging and the more people that you get to know that ride Peloton, the more you want to ride with them. There's something so engaging. It just pulls you back in. Like even if it's not, 
you weren't planning on riding today, but somebody you know has a big celebration, you know, maybe they yeah. have a milestone ride or a birthday ride and they ask you, it's hard to say no. And and next thing you know, you're riding every day and it's, it, it is very addicting. And I, I love that it translates to every country that it starts in. It's so <laughs> cool that that is universal, that that excitement is universal. Yeah, and I mean, it, it might create, create opportunities also for like specific challenges and, and, and things in the long run you know so what i see with with running you know so like with the big running events there are people meeting from all over the world to who love the sports or the same thing and they like you know they they celebrate the sports together and that's what's like super uh, cool with peloton because in the end if it continues like it is you're gonna have a global community and 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 you're gonna ride and and high five people from like different countries and and who enjoy the same thing so so that's also something i like and it's all happening like in my living room that's like yeah yes that's the other <laughs> aspect i completely love because i mean it's not a big thing to get like changed and everything but the opportunity to, if you have a busy life and kids and a job and everything, to just go on a bike, have your 15, 20 minutes if you're in a hurry thing, and then off to the shower and, and off to work, you know, it, it's also a great thing. And, and with this, I think, very motivational thing with the coaches and leaderboards and your friends there, that that's lets you do it because I'm not a person that would work out so much alone at home, but with the bike, I do. So, and that's why I think it's cool also because it's, it's for all kind of activity levels. So if you're a starter and you're just getting going and want to do a little bit, or if you're like really crazy and want to achieve something, you, you, you're going to find your program in there. And, and for me, it's daily, you know, sometimes I'm up for a challenge. Sometimes I just want to relax a little bit after work and it's all built in so i as you see i'm still like super fan so and yes know how, how this is gonna continue <laughs> i i love it and i love that your enthusiasm comes across in your writing about it too and that was why i reached out to you because i sensed that you were a fan a huge fan like myself and so i was like oh this is super exciting to see yeah. to see somebody that I've never met in another country be just as excited about yeah. uh, a piece of equipment as well, I am. Yeah, like, yeah. I just think that's amazing. And, and to be honest, I've been like a bit skeptical because it's like super expensive. You know, everybody tried to bring this new thing which makes working out at home better. There have been so many companies and ideas and workouts and equipments before and they all, in the end, no one cracked it. So I, I really also when they said like it's super silent, you know, I had my idea from other silent products what silent means but i was mm -hmm. so shocked in the showroom when i first used to bike that it's actually really silent so mm -hmm. thing, <laughs> not like what they more silent than others what other companies usually think silent is it's really like so quiet so like i can really write here and my kids read a book next to it so and not get disturbed so yeah so actually that that's what i think you know so it's expensive but you really also get something for the money here so i love it oh, that's so exciting <laughs> and i have i have a question yeah. so i don't know what german homes are like um yeah. but we have cities in america where you know some 
some cities it's it's they have sprawling houses in some cities they have tiny houses i mean you've yeah. been to america so you know that but like what is it like in germany are they is it the same kind of thing or is it are they smaller houses in general and i'm asking that because i'm curious what will happen with the tread you know it, i know that they're hoping to roll that out in europe but yeah is it is it something that will fit well into other countries or is it something that they're going to have to scale down I mean, to be a good fit? I mean, the whole thing exists already, right? It, it's so the Germany is one of the most interesting fitness markets in Europe. Actually, I think it's the biggest one. So if you look at ratio of fitness studio or gym memberships per inhabitant, so we're super good. So the people are really into it. So it means today there are these treadmills and there are the spinning bikes like I described. I also had it before. So the place is there. It's just like they most of these products die the death which is built into these products very often which i see that the people in january they say yeah this year is going to be my year i'm going to be like so active and this year i'm going to crack <laughs> it and i'm going to lose weight and i'm going to be the fittest it's so going to be so great so you go you buy that thing and you put it in your room and then you start using it and then you're like losing the interest in it and it's getting dusty and it's ending up on like craigslist or like a classified platform for mm-hmm. i don't know a fraction of the price you paid and i think that's for me the biggest difference you know so it means the the people have these things it just like they they stop using it because there's no binding element there's the motivation thing is not built in and that's i think what peloton does but um then i mean of course you're also in a city especially like in berlin and the suburbs you also have a lot of small flats i'm not sure what's going to happen there but what i would expect and i don't know if that actually exists in the u.s is that actually gyms would purchase like a ton of these bikes so that actually they put a room full of peloton bikes so that you can actually go right there Um, so instead of your own house that you actually have like a external place where you can go and ride and do your sessions but yeah Hmm. let's see but the market is huge the people we have a lot of people who own houses or have the space already and it's just a question how they adjust to the price because the pricing as as said is is quite high so the the bike alone is relatively on the upper scale but also the membership that would match like a medium gym membership and i don't know if the people would be willing so germans are not so cool with subscriptions and stuff yet so that's the thing where where i don't know how big it's going to be you know there's definitely the a certain income class or like population or demographics which is super made for peloton and and the business model but then i don't know how they can reach into the really average person's budget i feel like that's a similar issue that they found in the states and i feel like peloton initially thought their product was more upscale and then as it got more popular and more people saw it, you started to find, I don't want to say like non-affluent, but like what they thought was a price barrier ended up not being a price barrier because people realized the value of it compared to going to the gym and what that costs 
and the time restrictions going to the gym could place on you. Yeah, it has it has more value than just a piece of equipment because it reduces your transportation costs. It reduces the time that you spend looking for a parking space or having to pay for parking somewhere or trying to find a spot in a class. If you really love spin classes, you're able to just jump on your time. And I don't know how to put a price on I can come home and do a class at 525 instead of I have to go to the gym and only do a class at 540. Yeah. You know, there's just a huge difference with that. And it's priceless. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I see it the same. And that's why I mentioned like that uh, monthly subscription is like something that's completely in the budget. If you have a gym membership, I mean, there's, of course, cheaper discount gyms, but like the, the 40 bucks, which is also going to be over here. This is something typical person who's into health a little bit would have in their budget it just i think they have to let the people understand what you're actually getting because that's also what i just had like the other week when i first time actually streamed it to my big living room tv to take a yoga and stretching session and if you then see all the other workouts and whatnot they have it really can replace the gym membership and, yeah. and then all the other benefits which you mentioned so you can do it at any time you can do what you want how you want it and you can wear whatever you want you know you don't have to care for anybody else than yourself it's more about the marketing than maybe and then or how clever they are with the showrooms to actually allow the people to come in and and figure out because that was also the moment for me when i first time got on the bike and, and I've seen the screen was on and I did like this 10 minute thing and I completely forgot the world around me and was in the, mm -hmm. the program. And it really felt so close to actually being in a cycling class. That was the moment when I understood, okay, that's really, that's the thing. So I wasn't sure before that this screen and this bike can transport this feeling and, and this also the motivation you get from like a class and a coach that it can transport this feeling and emotion so nicely. And that, that's, but I think that's what they're going to do. So if I'm right, they announced that they're going to have five showrooms in the biggest cities, uh, I think starting with three immediately now and then adding another two later this year. So I think that's the way they go that, that you can actually have a place where you can go and learn about it. And also they, I think, put a big investment into that because they're really booking the top locations in the top shopping streets uh, in a city so that you can really can't miss it. So it would be there would be the Nike and uh, Lululemon store or whatever. And next to it would be the Peloton store. So mm -hmm. so if you're in the city and, and you're out there, you would see it and you just need to walk in and try it then. Yeah, that sounds very similar to the how they're doing things here. Yeah. Which makes me wonder real quick, slightly not off topic, but adjacent in America, we've really kind of seen a collapse of malls just because of online shopping. I yeah. mean, where we live in St. Louis, we used to have six, maybe seven significant indoor malls. And I would say right now there's probably only one that's doing any real business and the others have either gone out of business or 
they could film zombie apocalypse movies yeah. inside of them because they're so empty. And I'm just wondering, is is Germany experiencing that as well? I mean, we're always a little bit behind you guys. So it's it's not there yet. But what we see is like more on the smaller retailers because the big malls, they focus all the traffic of shoppers. So it means if you're a small retail store and you don't really have something super specific. So let's say right, a right. small shoe retailer, you just don't have no chance to compete with either online or the big mall who has 10 times the selection you have and maybe also better prices. So that's what we see because the malls usually a little bit more outside the cities or like in special places because they also need the parking space. Mm -hmm. So like the super inner city locations there you see more and more of the stores being replaced with like restaurants or food stuff. So that the shopping moves out there. But the malls, I mean, we are also a bit crazy, but we've never been so crazy like you guys over there. You're super monster <laughs> mega malls. Like, yeah. And then well, like we, 10 we of them ones. like next to each other, kind of. I'm overdoing it here a bit. But it's the direction, you know, it was clearly that this is not going to work out forever. So and that's like, I think what they've seen. But also in, I mean, it's a general retail thing. I mean, retail is not getting their job right at the moment or many people there i think because in in the past the job of retail was to actually consult and teach you about products and make sure you get yeah. the right thing you know which is really the, the thing which solves your problem or which is the best for you but since a lot of the companies cut on like their employees so they sometimes the customer knows more about the products than the employee from the store <laughs> so and then totally just like having a product there and the only offer is like you can go there and pick it up i mean that's nothing that's gonna beat online right and and yeah. that's i think that's where they need to get better and that's also why you see that like showroom concepts maybe like peloton again they go into that niche and and because they have a concept that works because they need a space where you have an experience you know you can figure something out you can learn something so that's why uh, me as a customer i would go into the city so to get a stupid pair of running shoes you know i don't know i i can order it try it at home and send it back or i have a retail store which is really good where the person in the store really understands how i'm running what i'm up for my weight and all the stuff they need to know and, and they can really tell this is your pair of shoes you know instead of me trying at home five pairs until i understand which one's right so if they really can consult me on figuring the right product that's like what they need to do and then they could pull i think people back into retail handing you out the product over the counter and take your card that's not gonna solve their problem right you yeah. are absolutely correct you are ab that's dead on yeah i i have a question what yeah. who is your favorite peloton instructor so far who have you enjoyed oh, yeah, spending I, time i'm with? still learning i really like emma lovewell that that's really cool and I yeah ellie love is the other one so actually i just had like this house called sundays with love or something yes, yeah yeah yes. i just had it the other week and i think i'm gonna have it tomorrow also today maybe i wanted to check out jess king so because there's also another session with her so but i'm still learning there's so many people but i already have like with emma it's like my little favorite already <laughs> yes she's awesome and as far as doing other programs besides just the bike she had her crush your core program is fabulous it's four weeks and it's all ab work off the bike and it's really good 
but that makes me scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know what? That's that's the part that I love the most is it's totally accessible. I mean, I am I am not a strong person and I love her core program. It is totally accessible for any level yeah. of athlete. Okay, I uh, might try this then. Okay. <laughs> you know, obviously with Peloton music plays a large role and yep. I was just curious what the music situation is in Germany. I'm assuming you have it. Uh, but yeah. um but is it are the charts similar, similar between the two countries or do you think that they're going to have to bring in a whole new crop of artists to appeal to German users. Yeah, I mean, the charts in general is like music business is super international and you have like a ton of superstars who dominate the charts over here as well. And then maybe some British guys, which they may be already going to have because either they are so international that then these UK people would be in your charts over in the US or because of Peloton UK, they would have it anyway. It means like what is already out there could also super work totally work for Germany. I think the, the chances they have is to do like super funny things. Like I think today there's like this disco workout sometimes. So you could totally do something with like the 80s songs from Germany because we had a really funny face there in music with like super funny song content and, and, and very revered music. So you maybe you know Nina still like 99 yeah. Red Balloons. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. So that's like, I think, the most famous song from that area, but there's actually a ton of these kind of songs. So that's definitely something that would be super funny to do. And other than some like German rap hip hop music, we have some like guitar songwriter people from Germany, but I don't really see that. I mean, maybe for chill out, right? But for something motivational, yeah. it's maybe just too slow and not energetic enough. But maybe, okay. a, so, maybe so a craft I, I work ride. Music is a is a challenge, and actually, for me, I like the international music they have in there because it, it's it's also something that really like helps you to go beyond your limits because the music, if it's the right one, it's just pushing you over the top. Awesome. So what is your leaderboard name? If you don't mind sharing. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Daniel underscore Germany, you know, super boring. So to, yeah, <laughs> but, it's not, but it's you, not know, boring. I, you know, you know, I choose that. I, I got my bike and I got home from my official job and like everything was there. And I was like, I want to write this now. Right. So I need to yes. log in and get my name and like, I don't care, you know, just something. And I think for that rush I've been in, it's still OK, but I might change it later when there's so many Germans, maybe later after they officially joined, uh, maybe I, I give me a same uh, the new name. But like for the moment, it's Daniel underscore Germany. So awesome. happy if you follow me, give me a high five or we do a ride together. I would be happy to see people. And and I already checked, like, it looks like there's some Germans, uh, you know, who of course moved into the US and now have been on Peloton there. So I think some of those German expats already felt me and added. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And, ho- and hopefully some of the people from our podcast already gave you high fives oh, as well. Oh, yeah. I, Thanks I- so much. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I had a day... <laughs> where a lot of people like followed me suddenly and I was like really it was a cool feeling it, it, it I felt really <laughs> welcome to the to the community like it was great feeling yeah 
because I was a bit alone when I started, to be honest, because like yeah. when I connected my Facebook, of course, none of my friends was on Peloton yet because like, I am <laughs> yeah. one of the only ones still over here. Yeah. That's that's the downside of being the first the one of the yeah. first people to have a bike is you're you're so far ahead of the curve no one else is on there with you so <laughs> trying to get some badges actually and like achievements done because everybody else is catching up but I'm scared that I'm not far ahead enough uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's you against you <laughs> yeah yeah but at the moment I can still beat everybody else but it's not gonna be a long time until they take over. <laughs> Then it's back to the old game again. Yeah, me against. If you ever yeah. feel like that, if you ever feel like that, and people are passing you, just let me know. We'll do a ride together. You can you can <laughs> yeah, pass me because I'm I, always at the bottom. <laughs> then I just want to meet some people during the rides. You know, I already had my like. I don't know how this achievement is called. If you ride with one person together. But maybe yes. if I get some more friends, maybe I can make the what is three four whatever group activities yeah uh, yeah. they have the the three and four and then it's like all the way up to like 20 i think is a swarm so we have to do that for you so we have to we have to figure out a time that we can all join you thanks (laughs) that's awesome well normally we ask people uh, if they have any advice for people just getting their bikes but since you're just getting your bike that seems woefully inappropriate to ask but obviously you've been an athlete for a long time so do you have any advice for people just starting their fitness journey yeah i mean it, it just like set realistic goals i think that's like the biggest mistake people do so that they like get up the sofa and then think tomorrow or in four weeks i gonna be able to do a half marathon or like a super high intensity 60 minutes peloton ride so i would say you know uh, slice it into small sessions and don't overdo it because if you hurt yourself by just going faster than your body is actually able to to adjust to the new sports then you hurt yourself and you have a break and then it's like tough to continue so just one step after each other and just get it started you know so somebody said that so also a marathon starts with the first step i think that's how you have to see it, you know, getting the bike, getting on the first small ride, that's the first important step. And then just keep with it and, and don't go too fast, too quickly. That's that's everything I have to say. Awesome. My last question, just because people are probably wondering yeah. and you might not know the answer and that's OK. <laughs> does Kate Hudson have a Peloton? Oh, actually, she does. Yeah. Somebody told <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, because like in the company, like immediately, like it spread it and, and people make fun of me because like I am so addicted and I think I already go on the nerves of a lot of people with their victim <laughs> how great it is and that they have it and, and stuff. And of course, for the American colleagues, it's not so special because it's there for ages. She got one. Yeah. But I don't know if she ever like shows it on on her Insta. So you have to check it out. Maybe maybe she features it also. But uh, it's actually a good idea. I need to find out her username. <laughs> yes. yes, you do. And then yeah, you yeah, should tell me. <laughs> but you know, they're going to figure out how you got that name. You know, it's a bit risky <laughs> for my, my career. So, but, yeah, no. yeah, that's a pretty direct link at this okay, point. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're, we're no, being no, pretty I'm public about fun. So if, if, if I got it and she's okay, then of course, you know, I, I, she likes people giving her high fives like everybody else. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, she's also welcome on the show. Sure. <laughs> she wants to come on and talk about her love Maybe of Peloton. Nothing easier than that, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out of your your day to join us. Yes, this has been a blast. Absolutely. Hey, and before you go, where can people yeah. find you on social media and your yeah. your Instagram and your blogs and all that? Yeah, I think my blog is like very German, so maybe most people won't have so much from it. So my sure. Insta is sports underscore insider magazine. So maybe they try to find me there. Also, I do my Instagram stories from my rides and uh, show it there or just follow me on the on the Peloton then. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been fascinating. It has. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you guys. It was really great. And thanks for having me. And I can't wait to join with more people from Germany to the global Peloton family. Absolutely. And we're going to actually air this next week in honor of the fact that Peloton is moving into Germany next week. So it will be airing on the 21st. Yes, you got bumped to the front of the line. So good. So I have to set up <laughs> all day of writing then. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you very Bye-bye. much. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye. Cheers. Bye. So, uh, what pray tell do you have in store for people next week? Um, Thanksgiving. That's what I have in store. That's right. <laughs> You've got nothing in store for them because we won't be here. Exactly. We are taking the week off. It's Thanksgiving. Yay. And so uh, we, we, get will, to, we get to have a little alone time. I'm excited. Yes. The kids are at the other households. And yes. so we are kid free. And so we are going out of town. Yep. So we will not be recording an episode. Take Sadly, that. we will not. So then what do you have in store for people, pray tell, in two weeks? We are going to talk to Janet Barr. And she makes cookies. She makes, from what I've heard, amazing cookies. Jen Sherman endorsed cookies. Yeah. Or at least she shared it on Instagram. Well, she said that they were the best cookies she'd ever had in her entire okay, life. So we can I'll call, call that endorsed. We kind of want to like create a partnership accidentally <laughs> and create issues. But uh, but yeah, she loves the cookies. So we're going to talk to her and talk to about how you can have all those cookies in your house, but still be involved with fitness. Yeah, it's uh, I was surprised at the answer. So yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait for you guys to hear that. Awesome. So uh, until two weeks from now, where can people <laughs> People find you. People can find me at facebook.com slash crystal deal They can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram on the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there you can like the page and join the group maybe leave us a review and you can also find us on apple Podcasts, google play spotify wherever you get your podcast you can find us be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode and of course uh join our newsletter at theclipout.com so you can have all the links and show notes and articles and and what the clip out challenge square of the week was will all just show up in your in your mailbox like magic and by magic i mean crystal will do it all <laughs> so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running Set yourself free.